Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You have heard me say before quite often that there is a, a problem, not just in the U.S., but around the world with just trying to find good quality mental health care and access. and. I know from experience when I worked in a school district in a rural area, finding mental health professionals in a rural area was very, very difficult. And it was a problem. It was a real problem because we really needed mental health therapists to come into our schools. And so it's it's not just in the schools, but it's all over the place. And so today I'm, I'm really excited about this episode and we're going to be talking about how one mental health tech company is really trying to create a bridge between the problem, which is access and quality mental health care, and come up with a solution. And so the title of this episode is is Prospera offers low-cost cognitive behavioral mental health care with Andrea Niles. Coming up. Welcome to the Mental Health Today show. My name is John Cordray, and I'm a licensed therapist and the host of the show. And I'm so, so glad that you're here with us today. Wherever you're at, whatever time it is, I'm glad that you are tuning in. And this is going to be really good. And it's good for you to listen, because if you've ever tried to get a hold of a therapist or a, a coach for your mental health and your well-being, you know how hard it is to get in. because well, let's just face it. It's a big problem in our country. And like I said, around the world even. And so I'm going to be talking with Andrea and Andrea is a licensed clinical psychologist with extensive expertise, developing integrated digitally enabled behavioral health interventions. And in her career, she uses technology to improve engagement, effectiveness, and efficacy, (laughs) if I can even say that, of behavioral health services. Her experience bridges clinical work, statistics, machine learning, programming, research, and program and project management. And she has published over 40 peer review articles and papers in scientific journals on behavioral therapies for anxiety and depression. Wow. Andrea is a founder of Prospera Mental Health and Wellness with the goal of making high quality mental health care more accessible and affordable. And Prospera is the only nationwide provider of low-cost cognitive behavioral therapy, which is the most effective treatment approach for anxiety and depression. Andrea, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I am too. And I want to know a little bit about your story. And you're, you're a licensed clinical psychologist, and you've had a lot of, a lot of experience and in that. And I'm curious about what, what led you to become a psychologist? Yeah. So, so as you talked about in my introduction, you know, I've been studying treatments for anxiety and depression for 17 years, 
I've done a lot of research. I've worked with a lot of patients and I know, you know, about as much as there is to know about the most effective treatments for anxiety and depression. But I'll just say that, you know, when I would have family or friends, you know, at a holiday party or whatever, you know, come up to me and say, hey, you know, I I have a, a friend or I have a family member who is in need of help. They're really suffering from panic attacks or depression or whatever it may be. What do you recommend? And I didn't have a good answer for that question. I just, I dreaded that question because it's kind of the most important question, right? Like I'm supposed to be an expert and I'm supposed to be able to help people um, who are suffering from this, but, you know, I could tell you all about the science, but I, I can't tell you, you know, where to go to find help for yourself or somebody in need. So, so that was really frustrating for me. And so that's what led me to this point where I'm basically trying to create an answer to that question. Well, I think that's awesome. And so you studied to be a psychologist and you wanted to answer those questions and now you have the expertise. And uh, I'm curious about how then that does that lead you into Prospera and how did that all come about? Yeah. So, so the reason that that question is so difficult to answer is because, well, there's a few reasons. So, um, so first from my experience, I know that cognitive behavioral therapy is a very, very effective approach for all different kinds of anxiety and depression. Um, but the problem is there are a lot of therapists who are not really well trained in cognitive behavioral therapy. So trying to recommend a therapist who is trained in that approach is challenging. You need to know what their background is and what they're trained in. And then the other issue is the cost. And so, you know, the people that I do know who provide that approach can charge anywhere from, you know, 150 would be low to $300 an hour. And so then if I'm trying to recommend a therapist, it has to be, well, how much can you pay and what insurance do you have? And is it covered, um, you know, for this particular therapist? And so basically because of all of those reasons, I, I, you know, through my career and and learning and thinking about, um, you know, different methods and then working in different settings, um, I, I kind of came upon an approach that gets around those issues and allows us to provide cognitive behavioral therapy at a more affordable cost. Well, and you just mentioned some big problems, right? The cost. Some people don't have the right insurance. And in fact, I was just talking to a client today. They were looking for a provider and they couldn't find one in their network. And the provider said, sorry, if, if you're not in our network, then you can't be a patient unless you pay private out of pocket. And that's cash, 100%. And that that is a big barrier for a lot of people. And not everyone has great insurance. And not everyone has insurance. And that's a huge problem. So cost is a barrier. And access is a barrier. What have you found in your, in your work of, I mean, is it just those two barriers or are there more barriers to getting the high quality cognitive behavioral therapy help? Yeah. The barriers that face the individual who's searching for treatment tend to be those kinds of things you're talking about. Is it going to be the cost or trying to go through insurance, which ends up always being challenging and then where to go, you know, where do I even start? We have a pretty disjointed system. 
And then from my perspective, I mean, I'm really interested also in the quality piece. And, you know, the people who are searching for therapy, they don't know this part and they, they shouldn't, they're not supposed to know this part. But, but I think that's a really critical piece that hasn't been talked about as much as sort of just access in general. No, we need access to treatments that we know are going to be the most effective. And so I think that's a piece that's been kind of missing from the discussion. I think you bring up a really good point. Because high quality counseling, what what exactly is that, first of all? And then second of all, how how do you know? How how would somebody know that they have a provider or a licensed therapist or a mental health coach? How would they know that it's high quality? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really, really good question. Something I've I've talked about on various social media platforms. So the so first you want to find somebody who says that they do cognitive behavioral therapy. A lot of people say they do it, but they don't really follow it in the way that it's supposed to be done. So from there, what you're looking for is someone who is going to provide you with skills, new tools and skills to respond differently to your emotional experience, whether that's feeling anxious or depressed or stressed, giving you tools in the face of those strong emotions to respond in a way that's going to be more helpful for you down the line. And so, so the therapist should be giving you assignments to work on between sessions. And I always have said to patients that, you know, you and I are only together for, you know, 50 minutes a week, which is a very small portion of your life. And so I'm going to be giving you things to work on between sessions. You know, if you're expecting some, some major part of your life to change, it's going to take time and effort and energy that's, you know, 50 minutes a week is not going to do. So they should be giving you assignments between sessions to work on that should actually involve writing things down, doing things differently. And then when you come in the next week, they should be checking in on that and how that went. They should actually be reading over what you wrote down. That should be a big portion of the session is reviewing what happened over the week. It shouldn't be just talking about, okay, how was your week? And then you spend the whole time talking. You should really be working between sessions and reviewing that work. Yeah. And and that's a really good point that you're bringing up because a lot of people, when they think of counseling, it's talk therapy in their minds, right? Oh, I just show up and I just talk about my problems and my therapist will listen and maybe they'll offer some, some things and then we're done. And then I forget about the session, what we talked about until the next week. And and I'm not saying that talk therapy is is wrong. It has its place. But what you're saying is not talk therapy. It is specific tools and strategies of why the, the client comes into the session in the first place. Maybe it's anxiety. Maybe it's depression. Maybe it's something else. And so with cognitive behavioral therapy... It is, like you said, very specific tools and a tool, I call them tools, you can call them strategies, you can call them skills that you're going to learn something new to work on, let's say, negative thinking and your negative thoughts. And you're going to write it down because there's something about writing it down. And then, like you said, review it the next week. It's very effective. And I do it in my own practice. And I will say not every all my clients actually do the homework in between sessions. And I can tell, (laughs) I can tell because I'm not going to get mad at them. I'm not going to grade them in any way, but I do try to tell them, Hey, this, this material, it's very specific to you and to what you came in 
to session for, and I want you to work on this, take some ownership and work on it in between sessions and come back and we'll talk about it. And the ones that do it, I see growth. The ones that don't, very little growth. And I'm sure you probably have experienced that as well. Yeah, I think that's a really good point about homework compliance. We do know from the science, you know, the more people do between sessions, the better outcomes they have. And at the same time, I think that's another place for innovation to help us. If people are not doing the the work between sessions, you know, is there a better way that we can create an experience that encourages them to do it? And that's where I think technology can really help us. You know, can we use apps? Can we use engaging interfaces or a chat interface is something that I've worked on in the past to help people be more engaged with that between session practice and make it easier for them and more effective so we can get more people to actually do that work. And I think that that's exactly right. And that's what we're used to nowadays, right? The technology apps and and things that are on our phone. Why not use those to help them? to really work on their mental health. Because before, it wasn't that long ago where we had printouts <laughs> and we handed out paper, actual paper. And now it's uh, all digitized and it does, it can make it much easier. So I'm, I'm really interested in learning more about Prospera mental health and wellness and what it is that you offer. Because obviously you founded this mental health company for a very reason, to answer this problem that you just mentioned about the barriers. And you really want to highlight the very effective evidence-based treatment, which is cognitive behavioral therapy. So tell me a little bit more about what you all do, who it's for, and where can people go to find out more about Prospera? So Prospera uses a novel approach to delivering cognitive behavioral therapy. And we use mental health coaches combined with digital tools and licensed therapists who work behind the scenes to ensure the quality of the care. And the thing that's novel about this is the mental health coaches. So, you know, licensed therapists are incredible. They go through huge amounts of training, years and years of training, you know, rigorous exams, and, and, you know, they have expertise across the entire range of mental health issues. But, you know, not every person who is looking for help actually needs that level of care. And I think there are many, many, many people out there who can work with somebody who maybe doesn't have quite as much of that experience and training and and get a huge amount of benefit. And so that's the model that we're using at Prospera. We use mental health coaches and they they come on, you know, they're highly vetted. We have a very high bar for who we bring on. These are generally folks who are on their way to become therapists. They're sort of in training or, you know, in the period where they're gaining experience in preparation for graduate school. We bring them on and we teach them sort of the basic tenets of cognitive behavioral therapy. We teach them how to use our digital platform to be able to assign homework to our clients between session activities to to the clients. And then then they have video sessions every week and they use our digital tools. And then they're supported by therapists each week, you know, talking about challenges that come up. And this model allows us to provide care at a lower cost, but also care that's very adherent to how we know CBT works the best. 
We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week, we talk about the curious things that people do. This show is for you when you're in the mood for unscripted, lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and just a smattering of psychology and information you can use. I promise we will make your day pass a little faster and put a smile on your face. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please follow the link in the show notes. So, okay, you have mental health coaches, and they have a session. So can you describe a little bit about what a session, I'm assuming it's virtual, virtual session. What does that look like? Yeah. So we use, we use video sessions, sort of telehealth and the, the coaches, you have the same coach every week. So you have your specific coach. And then what happens is basically what I was describing earlier about CBT. So the the client will come in, you know, the first session is about figuring out what the person's goals are, what, where they would like to be, you know, what are they coming in for? And then from there, the coach will assign cognitive behavioral activities for the person to practice for that client to practice between sessions. So based on what they're bringing in and and what they're looking for, the coach then makes a, a decision about, okay, let's work with this tool. And then they assign them that tool. And then they, they practice with that tool between sessions and our digital platform. And then the next session, the coach is checking in, reviewing what they did and they talk through and troubleshoot. And then from there, they might suggest the same skill again, or maybe a different skill. And so it's this kind of pattern of, of practicing and reviewing and practicing more and reviewing with the coach. Yeah. So it's repetition, repetition, repetition. And that is the, the power of CBT. Because you're you're wanting to learn something new. And so you're trying to establish new patterns of behaving or new patterns of thinking. And so having that repetition is actually a really, really good way of learning something new. How long is that typically for one session? Our sessions are 25 minutes, so about half the time of a typical therapy session. And we did that mostly just to try to increase the efficiency because we have our digital tools that allow our clients to work between sessions and practice between sessions. And so just trying to reduce the the time commitment because everyone's busy, but we do have a more sort of intensive premium option where people can do longer sessions if that was something they were interested in. All right. So it's not a like a full-fledged therapy session, which is typically around 50 minutes. It's about half that. And so the busy professional, I mean, this is something that they could actually do on their lunch break if they wanted to. Yeah. And we definitely have had clients, you know, on their lunch break in their car, (laughs) you know, they're trying to fit this in. And so it works nicely for someone like that. Nice. And so do you typically, is it once a week or do you recommend a couple of times a week? Yeah, we do once a week for now to give people time to practice with the skills between the sessions. Okay. That makes sense. And do they, you said that they are assigned a, a mental health coach throughout the duration. I like that by the way, because it develops that relationship. Is there a time where clients can reach out to the coach in between sessions? If they had a question maybe on the, the tool that they're working on, or is it just strictly wait until you come back? 
Yeah. So for now, we we don't have a, a way for people to reach out between sessions. And and I know there are other companies who are doing this sort of chat therapy kind of on-demand approach, which is something that I've stayed away from for now, only because there isn't a lot of sort of existing scientific evidence that sort of having that between session sort of free access is is helpful. I think there are some boundary issues with that, but that's just just from my experience thus far, but that doesn't mean that down the line we wouldn't add that if it seemed like it could actually increase the efficacy of our program. Yeah. I like how you're really paying attention to high quality, evidence-based, vetting, high bar. There's a there's a trend here that I'm seeing. <laughs> and and so I can tell that you are wanting the best of the best to be your providers. And you want to offer the best of the best service to your clients. And that's amazing. You're not just some fly-by-night organization that you're just kind of winging it. No, you have a high bar for everything that you do, which then is one of the things that I am trying to do with my podcast is bring on organizations and, and, and my guests that offer high value to my audience and what you are describing with Prospera is high value. It's high value, but low cost. And that's the best of both worlds. It's amazing. Yeah. And I, I really appreciate you saying that because that's really, really the truth. And I you know I've, I've been talking about this model openly and there's definitely people who are saying you know, coaches really provide good quality care, but you know, I'm coming from a background of, you know, the absolute, you know, top quality, you know, people shouldn't get anything less than the absolute best. I mean, that was my training and background. And so that's really what I'm trying to, to provide. I mean, you're right. I'm not just trying to make, you know, a quick dollar on using, using coaches, you know, it's really important to me that we provide really, really high quality care. Yeah. And that's, that's great because that's only going to benefit everybody that comes to, to get service from your organization. That's fantastic. So is is this offered to every state? Does that matter what state? I mean, I know with licensed therapists, we're fairly regulated in the state that we are licensed in. But if you have mental health coaches, is that a barrier there or is it open to everybody in the states? Yeah, so that's one benefit of us using coaches is we don't have the state by state licensure issue. And so we are available right now across across the US. Oh, that's great. And have you thought about doing it globally and internationally? Yes, I would love to do that. Right now, all of our coaches are in the United States. So I don't want somebody coming on the platform, you know, on the other side of the world and then seeing appointment times only in the middle of the night. So when we're, when we're able to offer that, you know, around the clock availability, then we could expand. Nice. I like that. And I really like the idea that anybody who is listening to this in the U.S., doesn't matter if you're in a rural area, doesn't matter if you're in a big city and it's crowded, it doesn't matter where you're at in the U.S., you can access this. So there's no excuse. Now, now you might be thinking, okay, and you brought this up a little bit ago, Andrea, some people might be thinking, oh, mental health coach, oh, come on, I need to go see a therapist. But a coach can be trained. And, and again, we're not, we're not talking about someone who just came off the street and said, volunteered, oh, I think I want to be a coach. 
no, there's a lot of training involved in that as well. But can you kind of describe the difference between mental health coach and a therapist? Yeah. And I think this is a really, really important question and something that we have thought very deeply about at Prospera. I would say the the clearest distinction is that our coaches don't diagnose or treat psychiatric conditions. So that really that really takes you more into the medical, the medical field, licensed mental health professionals who are going to give you a diagnosis and then they're going to going to, you know, treat. But that said, you know, we know from the science that you don't really need a specific diagnosis to know that CBT could be helpful to somebody. There are these transdiagnostic treatments that that work across all different types of anxiety and and depression that you don't have to have that diagnosis to be able to help somebody. And so that's why I think, you know, mental health coaches can still be a really wonderful asset. And and that said, there are people who I think should be seeing a licensed mental health professional. So that might be folks with active suicidality, you know, people who are just coming off a psychiatric inpatient hospitalization, who are at elevated risk for suicide, people with serious mental illness, like bipolar disorder or schizophrenia. I think for those people, it's probably better for them to be under the care of a licensed mental health professional. And so we do, if, if that comes up, we do refer those folks out. Oh, good. Because that was my next question. So what if someone is listening and they're not sure, well, I don't know if I need a coach or if I don't know if I need a therapist. Can they contact you all? And then do you have a screening or somehow that you talk to them and say, yep, you qualify for coaching or you know what? No, not yet. You need to go see a therapist first. Yeah, so we do have we have some information on the website that that would help a person understand whether they might be the right fit. We have a screener that people go through before they can sign up. Some people might go through that and and find that it's not the right fit. But there are also sometimes people who come through and they they're able to, you know, be eligible through our screener, but then for some reason as the coach is talking with them, they realize that it's not not a great fit. And that's where our licensed professionals come in, you know, I don't expect our coaches to know what is within their, their wheelhouse and what isn't. And so our licensed, licensed therapists help the coaches make that determination. They talk through the case, they talk through what, what the person presented with, and then they help the coach decide, you know, whether, whether it makes sense to go forward or it makes sense to refer the client out. Oh, that's great. Excellent. So you kind of take the hard work out and you say, just contact us and we'll help you decide. We'll, we'll guide you to the right place. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think it's our responsibility to ensure, you know, that, that we can provide care for that person, that they're in the right place and working with the right level of care. Yeah. I like that. It goes right back to that high quality of care. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, tell us if someone really wanted to reach out to Prospera, can you tell everybody where can they go, like the website, or is there a phone number? How, how can they reach out to you? Yeah, so we have tried to make it really, really easy to get started because we know how hard it is to get started for many reasons. And so we try to remove as many barriers as possible. So, so everything is through our website. So people can go to our website. It's prosperamhw.com. You just go there, you can click get started, and then it will take you through the screening that we were talking about to see if you're the right fit. 
if it, if you are eligible for the program, then you can sign up, you create an account, and then you can schedule a session with a coach. So you don't even have to call or talk with anybody. Everything is, is through the website. You can go all the way to the point of making an appointment in less than five minutes. Wow. Less than five minutes. I love it. I, I can't tell you how many times that if I have to call customer service at some company, I don't want to because I have to go through all the, the red tape and go listen to all the automated, push this, press one, and then you get to somebody and then you get cut off. Yeah. It's so frustrating. You removed, literally, you're removing every barrier here. I love it. We're, we're trying. That's, that's our goal. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no excuse at all, people. You're listening to this. So if you have a loved one and you, you're thinking, you know what? They really need some help. Maybe it's not severe help, like Andrew just mentioned. If it's severe, you probably need to go see a therapist. But maybe it's not real severe, but you still need someone to help walk you through a barrier that you're having. There's personal barriers. And what is your barrier? Maybe it's communication. Maybe it's faulty thinking. Maybe it's a belief system. Maybe it's some hurt or, or a relationship. Whatever barrier that you're facing personally or a loved one, ask yourself, what are you doing about it? Are you going to just ignore it and bury it and not try to think about it? And I'll tell you from experience, it won't go away. It'll be there. And sometimes it gets worse. Or are you going to do something about it? I always tell people, my clients, people I talk to, try to think about what is 1% more that you can do today than you did yesterday. Do you want to be, do you want to grow 1% more or not? And so this is something that's very simple, very easy. All the barriers are eliminated, cost and access in, and to be able to make, you don't have to make a phone call. You just go right on in five minutes you're in. So I want to encourage you to be thinking about, do you need to see somebody or a friend or a loved one? Make sure you tell them about Prospera Mental Health and Wellness. And go to the website. It'll all be on the show notes as well. So you can go very easily to look up how to get there. We want to make it easy for you. That's the theme of this whole episode is to reduce the barriers and make it easier for you to get the high quality coaching that you need. And it's fantastic. Well, Andrew, before I let you go, something I ask all of my guests, and I talk a lot about self-care and I, I do it myself. I try to practice it as often as I can. But I'm curious, what are some self-care practices that you do in your own life? Yeah, this is a really, really important question. I agree that it's it's important for for everybody to be constantly thinking about how to take care of themselves and not not just focusing on performing in your career. Yeah, for me, I think probably exercise is one of the more powerful things that I do to take care of my my mental health and my physical health. It has always brought me a lot of joy. So I really do try to make time for that if I can. I, I also try to set boundaries around work and try to just work for, you know, eight to nine hours a day rather than sort of taking my work outside of those hours into the evening hours, just trying to kind of keep it contained and then remove myself from, from work and focus on other things and other parts of my day. I like how you're not focusing on work and trying to focus on what you enjoy. And that's important. 
Yeah. And I will actually say I also do use some of our digital tools. I, I use them just the other day. I was really having having a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress. And I said, you know, if I'm going to ask our clients to do this, then I should do it too. And so I went on to our website and I did some cognitive restructuring with our own own tools. And it was it was really valuable. It was really powerful. I like that. You practice what you preach. <laughs> Excellent. Well, Andrea, I'm going to let you go. I really appreciate you coming on the show and just talking to us and just the wonderful service that Prospera is offering and the high quality care that you're providing at a low cost. And really, there is no excuse <laughs> to get the help. Just really thank you for that. Thank you for working so hard and diligently on making this a service for everybody. It's open to everybody in the U.S. right now. So thank you so much for coming on. Thanks again for having me. It was really a pleasure to be able to, to talk about what we're doing. Oh, that's great. Well, it's a pleasure for me as well. And I want to thank all of you who are listening and those of you who have listened for a long time. Thank you. And if you're new, I appreciate you as well. And just continue to keep working on your mental health. Or if you need to see a mental health coach, you know where to go to. And I, I just really want you to continue to work on you and on your mental health. Well, thank you, everybody. I appreciate you. And remember, the Mental Health Today show has been championing your mental health since 2015. Take care. Bye-bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.